But this site has 500 people working on it. 500 people working on new build flats in a tier five area. This episode is brought to you by Test Instrument Solutions, or TIS as we know them. Now, they do multifunction testers, EV test adapters, they do all kinds of stuff from thermal engine cameras, right the way through to continuity testers. Go over and check out their website at testinstrumentsolutions.co.uk. They are up and coming, and actually, they do some of the best kit on the market today. So go and check them out, testinstrumentsolutions.co.uk. Welcome to Monday Club. Someone's had, their, someone's had their ready break. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, welcome to Monday Club. Second week since we're back off of uh, Christmas break. Let's get this microphone over here. No one's going to hear me. Um, so what's new, lads and ladies? I'll go last because you're going to ask me last anyway. So we'll go first. first I'm really excited. Oh, go on. <laughs> I have had such a good day today. <gasps> Why? Um, I went to work with um, a company called Synergy Smart Homes, who mm-hmm. I've been in touch with on um, Instagram. And I've been trying to um, book some dates in with them for ages to work with them, but it's never worked out. Anyway, last minute last night, he messaged me saying, oh, come and work with us. I was so excited. And I've literally had the best day. I've learned so much. Like, Smart Homes, all the new tech is absolutely like insane insane so much stuff i didn't even know existed like we've done this like um control for like keypad programming yeah um and this this so this house that we worked on anyway like on its own is insane like the way that it's designed and stuff it's um seven bedrooms so it's massive just absolutely beautiful but then um, so Manny at Synergy Smart Homes has just put all these little touches in, like all this mood lighting, like LED strip everywhere, like under every step, put this massive oak staircase. It's like it's like a three-story house, um, and there's a light that hangs down the centre of the staircase from right from the roof to the ground, and it's just That's it's like anything like it. And the switches, so all the different like chandelier lights and spots, and then all the LED stuff are all on those separate switches and you can hold them down to dim um is it called neutron lighting is it called what i don't know i don't know honestly don't know anything about this until today it's just but but at first i worked in the like the guy one of the guys was building up the panel and um is it called a panel yeah and um nick lucky nice so i started off so i started off making up like um patch leads we did about 50 of them um, um, and then yeah, just the the amount of cable though. Manny reckons he's put fifty kilometers of cable in that house. What? But the house <laughs> is massive. The rooms are massive, and he's put extra stuff. He's put extra cable in that's not being used for future future proofing, basically. Um, and fifty oh, kilometers. Fifty kilometers of cable. 
and so it's got everything that it's got right he told me about this thing and i still don't know if he's actually like taking the mick out of me if it's a joke but there's there's speakers built into the every room in the ceiling and subs in like the cinema room and stuff but you tell the speak you tell the sound system a song to play yeah and then in the family room there's a piano in the corner and it's linked and to teach the children to play piano the piano plays the song that's playing through the speakers and the keys go down on their own and the children can follow the keys. Now, is he taking the mic? Because you looked pretty like, you know what I mean? When he was telling me about all the features, I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then he told me about this and he was adamant he wasn't joking, but I was like, how does that even work? It's a smart piano. I think somewhere in the depths of my knowledge, which is vast, um, I, uh, I remember seeing something like that. I think I, I'm 100% certain that that's entirely possible. He was laughing at me because I was like, you're joking. That can't be real. It can't be real. But I don't know. There's, there's so much stuff. I can't even tell you. Like, it's insane. <laughs> so, yeah, I've had such a good day. And he's asked me to go back tomorrow. So, yeah. That's good. Like, yeah. Brilliant. It's going to show me some of like, the actual like programming stuff on the computer tomorrow. Um, you know, I'm going to be lost in there. It's going to be like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to have a go. Oh, um, <laughs> listen, you, 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 you like brummy type people. You really don't. You've only had like electricity for about three years, let alone smart <laughs> homes and stuff. That's why you're so blown away by it, isn't it? And that, it is impressive. Like the way everything works so, so smoothly. Like, I don't know, you know, I'd never even really thought about it, about having, you know, my house like that, but. Oh God, everything I kept seeing, I was like, that's amazing. I want that. That's amazing. And but there's some it, there's some serious work gone into that house. Because so the, the control four stuff, that's that's the stuff that Art Smart Fix uses, isn't it? That's the stuff where I've seen it, it before. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, he I've seen the picture, the, the mass uh cap six or whatever they use is just unreal. So yeah, when you say fifty kilometers, it wouldn't be surprising. That's a lot of money though, that is. Yeah. How much money is it, Nick? more than i've got <laughs> must be a lot of money then oh, eh? yeah, <laughs> told you i don't have any more i spent it all do you um so is, is that you now are you hooked on the old smart side of things is that i'm where just you go? i'm just like my mind has been blown today honestly i'm buzzing about it it's so it's just a whole new world it's yeah i'm gonna look into it a bit more and um manny was saying that he's got a load more stuff coming up so um, I can jump on some different jobs with him and learn more about it. So, you want yeah. to go and do the Art of Smart course? Yeah, do you know, we, talk, we were talking about that today, and um, he he recommended it. So, I think oh, what's the company called, Amy? I think he's employed one of the apprentices. I'm sure he has. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's just taken on a second apprentice. Yeah, is he called? So it might be. Yeah, um, Synergy Smart Homes in Nottingham. I'm sure they did take someone on through apprentice one to one positive. Yeah. That's he's cool. a he's Sounds a sound, like a... sound sound um he's a sound guy really really nice so really shout nice so do, do a shout out to him to manny at synergy smart homes thank you for teaching me lots of things today and um, is he on insta he is on insta yeah i'm gonna um upload a load of photos later or tomorrow i'm gonna get some better photos tomorrow and then i'll tag him and you can have a look at 
some of the stuff he's done but he was saying today that he needs to sort of um keep up with his insta because he's not great at posting photos and stuff but some of the stuff he's doing like i said oh you know i'm a bit of a sado i sit and look at so much stuff on instagram and that's the sort of stuff you want to see it's all new tech and that and mm. i said people would be really interested in it you should just photograph everything but he was like oh i don't have time you know it is when you running a business so nick does not know how it is nick's photographs nick. everything because everything make time <laughs> marco how has your week been i bet it cannot compete well your your day or week or whatever <laughs> being com- cannot compete with no, that i can't compete with that no definitely right. not but yeah uh it's been quite an interesting week i've got to say there's been a lot of stuff going on we've had work getting cancelled there's been loads of stuff with apprentice one-to-one i've been trying to do that a lot more publicly in the last week i don't know if any of you guys noticed but yes i've been putting it out there so other people could see because there's been some questions of a transparency with it all and all that nonsense so i've had um, a lot more of that in the the public hold, eye hold what do you mean mm. questions of transparency can't talk uh, to some it's uh, it's still only a small group of people but they think a lot of it's all made up and it's not true or real so that I tried to kind of answer those questions in the only way I knew how by showing people what is going on. So sharing a lot more of it on stories. We've had some of it get picked up with um, apprentices and their college work. A lot of people don't realise that they've not had any proper teaching or anything for months and months and months. And they're now doing video assessments on the test and inspection. So they're not having any training in college. They're not having any training in the jobs. And then they've been video assessed to pass test and inspection and finish off apprentices apprenticeships. For those, and, and they're all... out, for those apprentices out there who are struggling with that, um, use GSH. It's going to be showing yeah. you right. You can have faith yeah. that it's showing you right. You know, it might. there might be some that are a little bit out of date. Um, I'm not sure. I'm just talking off the cuff. But if I was going to direct anyone in that predicament about to come up against testing and inspecting and you want to brush up on how to do it correctly by the book, probably no one better than Gary Hayes. And if you want to go deeper than that, I'd probably hit up Sparky Ninja. Okay. Or yeah, I mean, you also that... go, you've got Joe Robinson as well. He's in depth, in depth. But takes it a step yeah. further than Gaz. So oh, does Joe he? is a teacher at Tresham. Yeah, check out Joe Robinson's YouTube page as well. Uh, it's way too complicated for me. Yeah, he's there's very a, there's a, there's a few channels, and I've, I've tried to point a lot of people at all those channels you've just mentioned, but there's Completely Electrical as well, which is Craig O'Neill. That's one that a lot of people aren't aware of. Ooh. He delves into the theory aspect of stuff. He's got some really, really good content He's on his channel. smart chappy old Craig O'Neill. He is he? the smartest fella I know. The guy's a genius as far as I'm concerned. And he's got some fantastic stuff on his channel. On Instagram as well, there's um, George Sparky, I think he's called. He's been putting some stuff up for testing, just real short snippets yeah. for apprentices to take in. And he's done that specifically, having seen this pop up on Instagram over the last week. So he's got some stuff that's jumping out there. So it's just trying to help people. It's good to see other people trying to help each other at the end of the day. Yeah, man. So there's been been that going on. And yeah, just with work, trying to keep everyone busy, keep on site. Um, we've had a lot of work cancelled. People have been turned away from jobs. I invented something this week, and that's going to come out on YouTube soon. <laughs> uh, Amy named it as well. <laughs> She did actually. It's her That's idea. It's her idea. That yeah. proper made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna sell it on. We're gonna get a merch store and we're gonna sell it as the uh, as uh, Amy's. Uh, well, you'll you'll be soon to find out what it is. <laughs> so yeah, other than that, 
other than that, just a standard boring week with the whole COVID situation as well. And you're probably going to dive into that big time, Sam, so I'm not going to rain on your parade. That's me. Um, Here we go. I've, I'm just a bit sick of it, man. So to, so uh, last week, uh, got finished up on my job. Um, the job that was meant to be going on for another couple of months, going to do the testing on. I was all excited. You know, it's the pitfalls of being a subcontractor. You have to take the rough with the smooth. That's fine. Took it on the chin. Gutted because it couldn't have been a more cushy job. The boss was a diamond. The um, the location was perfect. I was uh, in historical Canterbury. I'm a history geek. Um, and it was just beautiful. Um, and now, um, searched about a bit, got a start for today, which is Monday. Headed down to, well, actually, the reason we got cut short was because of the, the new announcement. They need um, this, com- this, this particular site is super strict, and they just um, they had to push the schedule back, which means we didn't have work. We didn't have as much work as we was going to have for the forthcoming weeks. So that was really annoying. So I'm out again, searching, found a job, start Monday. Um, and it's a job in Chatham, near, near Chatham Docks. Get in the car this morning, get down there, and I turn up and I see it from a distance. And I was like, oh, here we go. Now, this is going to be boring to your house bashers out there because and your domestic sparks because these are the plights of working as a subcontractor in the commercial and industrial sector i've turned up to 200 um new build flats um all open second fixing in the open it's freezing cold um there's not enough stuff on site to second fix. It's bitty work, standing around in the freezing cold. Then they tried to tell me that I've got to be there from half seven till half five, which just not happening, not happening. So I told them I'm going at four. If not, I'll just go home. And then that was fine. They accepted that. Um, and then I'm. it was so boring. I don't know if some of you had seen this, it was so boring and it was so rough and I wanted to kill. I wanted to throw myself out of the, out of the, the top floor window. I went and sat in the toilet and I was sitting <laughs> in the toilet and I was like, I don't even need a poo. It's worse for you to be, to be honest, mate, isn't it? Oh, is that when you rang me? No, that was another time. Um, <laughs> so I sat in the toilet for about half an hour, just watching TV, like watching my phone and stuff. And then I'd done a video, um, and yeah, that was my Instagram thing. I was like, you know things are shit when you're hiding in the toilet. Um, yeah, so I was going to quit, but then I thought, I'm not a quitter. I'm going to see out this week. It might get better. So stay tuned for next week and see where I'm at. <laughs> I was going to say that they're not a fun signal. <laughs> <laughs> right at the beginning, I started laughing when you said, I pulled up and I saw it and I just had an envision of you sat in your car coming to like the, the crest of a hill and looking down there'd be an ice cream truck or something <gasps> <laughs> sorry <laughs> just... <laughs> no I saw it and it's like I was just like I've been in the game so long 
and I saw it and I knew exactly what it was going to be. And I was like, I haven't brought my thermals. I don't want to do this type of job. I, I, I just don't want it. And I knew that was going to come out of silly times. Oh, oh, and we need you to do weekends. Nah, bro, not doing weekends. Sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, weekends till three, uh, Saturday till three, Sunday till 12, and you get 10 hours. Nah, you're okay. I'd rather rather do anything else. I'd rather, you know, do the gardening or something. Hate gardening. I'd rather take out the bins all day than do that. I hate <laughs> taking out the bins. I, ain't I, doing bet it. You, I bet you could drag that job out for a whole day as well, taking out the bins the way you work. <sighs> what do you know, you, Amy? You were, um, you were only worried because... <laughs> you saw it and you thought oh shit i'm gonna have to actually do something i'm gonna have to do, actually do something. oh it's a bit cold no no i don't think you understand um it's one of the jobs that's hurry up and do nothing jobs yeah but literally makes look busy oh we don't have we don't have all the stuff to do the second fixing so just go and do the sockets and every i got there listen i got there my man said to me Oh, yeah, they started second fixing upstairs. They just need someone to screw back the sockets. I was like, how is that a job for someone? I was like, I'm not I was like, I was like, wait a minute, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I need you to screw back the sockets. So I was like, what? Second fix them or screw them back? Nah, just, just screw them back. So what? Someone second fix them, but not screw them back. Yeah, that's right. So what? Who does Sounds that? Sounds like Adam. Who does that? Like, screw back your own boxes. I was like, nah, that's not for me. Sorry, nah, not doing that. So, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a shit job. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, mate. No, no, it's not a shit job. It's just not for me, okay? So let's have something else. Oh, yeah, we haven't got light switches because we're waiting for them. Mate, you've done four floors. Yeah, no, not one light switch has been done on four floors. All right, sweet. So what do you want me to do? Uh, Sockets are done on most of them. Yeah, we need uh, all all the cooker switches. So now I'm going round, yeah, starting on the full floor, work the way down, uh, going around doing cooker switches. Like, who does that? Who doesn't just do one flat at a time? No. Mm. Oh, so one person goes around and does all the cooker switches. One person goes around and do all the sockets. One person screws them all back. The fuck are we doing here? Yeah, it seems a bit odd. If I, I know we just do re- finish a room off. So even if we're finish doing a room. Like socket, just room per room and it's done then. Just hoover it up on the way out and you don't have to get back in. They're flats, yeah? They're, they're like, not even big flats. One bed, two bed flats. You get a box, you fill it up with everything for that flat, you label it up, and you put it there. And then when someone comes down, it goes, right, yeah, okay, that's flat 12. Look, here we go, bosh, boom. You're in there for the day or a morning, whatever it takes you to do, bash, 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 done. Right, go back downstairs. Oh, look, his room, 13. Let's go and do that one. It's so annoying. Like... <sighs> Oh, but we need you here all day, mate. You can't, you can't. No, nah, mate, no, nah, mate, you can't go at four. We, we need you to do a full day. I was like, hey, hey, my man, I promise you, no matter how hard I work from, from half seven till half five, I'll do the same amount of work from half seven till four. Trust me, that's just how it works. No one, no one does more in that extra hour and a half. What they do is they stand around and go, I'm cold and there's no lights. That's what they do. So I'm out. It's in the national interest, mate. Those cooker switches need fitting. You're, you're doing this your brings bit me to, to my save. next point. <laughs> this brings me to my next point. Oh, God. Right? It's very good. I get there, <laughs> I get there and, and my man comes up to me like this, like this. 
I'm like, bro, what, what are you doing? Temperature. Temperature. Okay, that's cool. You don't have a full grasp of the English language. I'm okay with that. Don't just shout at me. Temperature. Okay, well, all right, sweet. Text my temperature. I'm, I'm Christy. I walk in, right? Walk in. Where do I go now? Anyway, I'm walking around like a donut. Finally find the canteen. Go in the canteen. Five million people in there. Five million people. Right? All right, it's not five million people. But this site has 500 people working on it. 500 people working on new build flats in a tier five area. In fact... That's Medway. And Medway is where the new um, strain of Corona, 70% more infectious comes from. But it's okay. Must be fucking okay to to carry on doing the, uh, the, the to, to, to be building new build flats in, in, in tier five areas. That's definitely in the national interest. I did not know that. You feel better now. I completely agree with you, yeah, to be honest. So I, I'm sort of kicking around and I'm like, so... What's the COVID procedure here? Yeah, next week they're making masks compulsory. Next week? Oh yeah, you don't have to wear a mask now. So like only if you want to. What? Only if you want to? It's so mental. And and then and then you got silly you got silly bollocks on on the uh, t- on the TV tonight. Matt Hancock asked from his elbow. Standing there going, oh, we're not going to stop people going into bubbles, having their medical bubbles. But what we're going to do is um, we're going to have to crack down if it gets much worse. But don't even worry about building sites, mate. Don't worry about building sites. We're cushy. We've got a hard hat. We've got a high-vis. Corona, listen, did you know it's a known fact that Corona don't go near high-vis jackets? Scared of them, apparently. That's why, we're, that's why builders are all okay. As long as you've got a high-vis jacket and a hard hat on, you're cushy. He did say you need. Uh, we all need to act as if we've got the virus. So while you were fitting those cooker switches, were you acting as if you had coronavirus? Because you're perfectly safe if you were. If I had coronavirus, I'm the worst ill person that's ever been. Oh, can if, you imagine him? Uh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm dying. I'm dying. I can't oh possibly go on. I'd leave. If I was your missus, I'd leave you. Yeah? First sign of a yeah. cold, I'd be like, bye, bag pack gone. She said that. She said, oh, you're going to be the illest person on the planet when you get it. I was like, what do you mean when I get it? <laughs> so, like, that bitch is planning it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no. Today's just been a day of, like, nonsense and yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I can't wait. And me. I can't wait for tomorrow. I mean, let's, let's talk about... Uh, oh, actually, Nick wants to talk about his boring day. Go on, mate. Go on. What, what's new in your world? Uh, I've got a unit. Um, I'm awesome. I've got five million followers this week. And yeah. I'm considerably uh, uh, richer right. than thou. <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers uh, that? No one, mate. No. I know what um, does. Harry Enfield. I'm considerably richer than thee. Or thou, in it, Than thou. Amy, no, cool. Just the old people. Um, we've been doing. We had two jobs cancelled last week through EICRs for the estate agent. One person the next day then didn't answer the door or the phone, so that was half the day wasted and gone. And then we went to go and do a fuse board, and the person didn't answer their house, and 
realized that they weren't in so then we went and opened the garage door and their entire contents of their old kitchen fell out i thought right okay so pretty much two and a half maybe three days were wasted last week no not no money at all no and it was just like especially these stages they were like well then i'm on the phone i was like but this has been booked in for like four weeks They're like oh can't get hold of them i was like brilliant That's cool fair. i'll just take money off you then cool it's fine so uh unfortunately I had to go to the unit with Adam, mess around. Oh yeah, that I bet that was so what have you been doing at the unit this week with Adam? <laughs> this week in phase two of the unit. This um, week. <laughs> um did the video on stripping the cable. Uh, my big cable stripper turned up, big metal thing. Uh so the video going out tomorrow night, which when everyone's watching this would be last week. Listen, just quickly, like before I've got to interrupt your monotone boringness. Why do you Birmingham people do this and this thing and Amy Barrett sing? It's just, Amy you don't Barrett. have to do the thing on the end. No thing. Thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> shut up. Um, thing. <laughs> can say it again. Um, and so from that, my whole plan recently for YouTube since the unit has been all the money I get from it, I'm just going to reinvest it and buy more cool shit to do on videos so that's the cable stripper that like wasn't your, your idea but you got so carried away it now is your idea <laughs> yep <laughs> um i brought a furnace to smelt and melt all the copper into ingots and then from that i went and bought loads of epo epoxy resin Listen, to don't do say ingot don't say ingot. ingot say like copper bars that look like gold bars people don't say ingot mark no what would you call it a Decent, cool-looking bars. It's an ingot, isn't it? I would agree with Nick. Don't say ingot. Though. Or is it a bullion? Is it is it bullion? Copper bullion. That's what you should call it. Copper bullion. bullion. Copper bullion. Call it. So um, yeah, so we've been doing that today. We're not and from, then we're not from the Middle Ages. Why don't you just shut, ingot? Why don't you shut your mouth for like four minutes when someone's speaking? Yeah. No. Cool. Really right. Silent Sam. Look, it's really triggered. shut up. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we just messed around. So, but tomorrow we're doing a fuse board, which I can't be, <coughs> can't be asked to do. No, because you want to melt down ingots. Yep. Anyway, that's me done. Carry on. Now, what else? No, because I know that you've got other things going on. So, t talk about them. At like what? Uh, epoxy table. Yeah. So, I bought epoxy resin, and we're going to do videos on doing a podcast table doing a few things i'm going to sync my original gopro into it to make a little plaque for the wall for no reason whatsoever um yeah just mess around with that and then at some point i'm going to make a massive copper sword for no reason at all um it won't be functional though because i'm a bit of a sword oh yeah it'd be weak as hell but i'm trying to figure out because i've stripped loads of swa down so all the steel armor i've got from that i've got a hell of a lot so I'm tempted to melt down the SWA and turn cable into a sword and do a cool, this was a cable, now it's a sword and kill you video. And then get a watermelon, just yeah, chop it up. Yeah, the thing is, so this is the thing. What you have to know is, right, so back in the times, like, you know, when Achilles was around, like the ancient Greek times, when they was like... Mark was spawn, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, he definitely got facial hair from them times but <laughs> but um like in the bronze age basically 
like their swords were made of bronze and stuff. Um, yeah. But they're going to battle and their swords have come out bent because yeah. actually it was useless for fighting with, really. They were just better than wooden sticks, I suppose. But um, if you don't harden that steel, it will deform even on a watermelon. It wouldn't surprise me, yeah. So you can well, quench it to a point, but with copper, it's still soft metal. Well, I'm an expert because I've watched every episode of Forged in the Fire. Fire. Yeah. Ugh. It's all I did for like the whole of lockdown. Watched every single episode and every single episode of um, what is that program? Tattoo Ink or Ink Master. Ink That's it. Watched every single one of them as well. So, not only am I so a tattoo artist as well, yeah. <laughs> no, just a tattoo expert, and then I'm now a swordsmith as well. So whatever. Well, the next, know. the next thing is, I'm going to buy an actual forge, Sam, and I'm going to get an. Do you know how much anvils cost? So much, oh, and you can't God. buy. You shouldn't buy. Well, you can buy, but you shouldn't buy the Chinese ones because you know what happens? They get fractures and they just break off. Yeah, I was looking to get a second hand one, but a second hand one itself, it was like a 200 kilogram one, and the guy wanted 800 quid for it. I thought. Oh, let me just sell a kidney then. If that's all it's going to cost, Jesus, mate. Eight hundred pound. Do yeah, you need so... a two hundred kilogram one? Probably not. No, but it looks cool. It's massive. Yeah, it's decent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah. So as and when lockdown's over, come up for a day, and we'll uh, we'll forge a dagger each. Fancy. Mine will be better. Hundred percent. Mine will be better. Cool. Cool. Yeah, Nick, I'd love to. Thank you. No. <laughs> mine <will be> <laughs> <laughs> decent <laughs> i'm just competitive i don't know what to say Thing not good go- at, i'm not good at competing i'm just competitive <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm a sore winner and loser so no i'm the worst winner you don't want to lose to me i, I will trigger you and then you'll try and fight me <laughs> and then i'll stab you with my new uh bendy copper sword yeah <laughs> mine will be better so i'll be able to defend with it and kill you Brilliant. Right. Cool. Mark. Let's talk about electrics, yeah. That was an that was an absolute delinquent conversation. Mark, bring some bring some I, sense to this party. Please. I enjoyed that conversation. I want to see you two have a sword fight. I'm on <laughs> I'm in, in on that. It would be an that's on, our, that's on our only fans. Okay, well I'll subscribe. <laughs> uh, I was gonna talk about a bit of a safety is, issue um to do with Artex for the yes. hot topic this week. I've seen I think Nick shared this on his story as well. There's wait, been a few wait, people wait. mention it. Wait, hot topic this week with Marco. Now, guys. So yeah, talking about Artex and uh, sorry, Artex. <laughs> talking about asbestos and um, managing it safely while you're at work. I saw that Nick had it on his story this week about somebody who knows who's a, a specialist asbestos remover. John Lorimer over on LinkedIn was highlighting its use in, in places people wouldn't expect. So in even in trunking, um, obviously in fuse carriers, and then Artex ceilings. And it, it, there's been a few apprentices getting in touch through um, Apprentice One to One asking about how you test for Artex and should they be doing that kind of testing. Their employers having it done before they go to work in buildings. So it was just to hi- try and highlight the safety aspect of asbestos. It was still getting used up to nearly the year 2000, I think. Um, you so know, a lot of people ha- aren't aware of it. Has anyone here done the asbestos awareness course? Yes. So that's actually, all right, it's a ball lake. You've got to do it every three years or whatever it is. Um, it's, like, I don't know, 30 quid every three years. It's annoying, but it's a passport to get on many jobs, many commercial jobs. You really do need it. They do ask for it a lot. 
um top tip there is one that you can you can do it um it, the, the content never really changes so don't worry about it this is probably a bit of a shady tip but i'm going to tell you anyway there is one that you can buy that doesn't have a date on it so you can always use it so you pay an extra nice. like three quid for this one but it doesn't have a date on you know once you know it i said well i suppose that's a terrible thing to share but yeah. <laughs> i bought one I without a date out. on it yeah <laughs> um it's legitimate though like it's one with the date one without the date it's up to you you want to pay a little bit more by this one sweet what do you want to know um it's worth doing the course though definitely worth doing the course i've must have done it six times now um it's not revolutionary knowledge to me but um you'll be surprised where you can find asbestos you'll be surprised at the responsibility of your of your um employer to deal with asbestos how to find it actually it's not actually your employer it's the contracts it's well principal contractors should have had a asbestos asbestos survey done on the building so they should know if there's any there or or they sh and have it removed and what they can't have removed they should have clearly labeled as asbestos and to stay away from it and don't touch it because it's fine in situ but the second you start poncing about of it breaking it rubbing it touching it and they, that's when the fibers are released so that's yep. um something that you need to know also um it exists in anything from like mike was saying artex to listen you name it in a house it can be on it mm. yeah i mean there's the old insulation that has the the cardboard backing on that has asbestos in i don't know if you you guys have seen it but i've shared a few times the apprenticeship deeds of my wife's granddad from 1955 and he got asbestosis from working around a lot of the electrical equipment they used to install back in the day and um, really suffered with it in his, his older years. And, uh, you know, he's always drummed it into me to be aware of it, be careful of it, because it takes one fibre, that's all. If it gets lodged in the wrong place in your lungs, um, you know, it, it can really affect the rest of your life. So if you're unsure, make sure that you're having it checked for asbestos content. I'll tell you what you really don't want at the moment is to get that one fibre, start manifesting, and then get COVID. You're in trouble, ain't you? <laughs> Mm. this is why like we say we said with adam and on so many videos if you're cutting plasterboard you're doing anything wear a bloody mask it's easy everyone's used to doing it now it, it doesn't get in the way the only time it's ever annoying is if you're wearing if you have to wear glasses anyway steam and all we don't you know safety goggles and whatnot just wear a bloody mask even in lofts now i've learned my lesson for years and years not wearing one and now with adam i always wear one because you suffer for days on it but not only do you think oh it's gone now it's there for the rest of your life so one of the things one of the things um that should be noted with that bit of advice is wear a fitted mask you have to have a one, proper, yeah. proper mask that's fitted because if it's not you get ingress um and you know it's probably not worth um listen any mask is going to be a good mask but if you're going to do it properly use a properly fitted mask Good advice. That's the most sensible thing you've said tonight, Sam. Well, mm. fucking sensible, aren't I? Yeah, good work. Mm. <laughs> Awkward silence. Anyway, moving on. But what else, Mark? What else have you got to talk about asbestos awareness? I'm sure there's something in that giant skull of yours 
running around? Well, not other than what we've just said, really, that you need to make sure. I mean, in a commercial environment, you get a lot of the asbestos stickers, don't you? I mean, you've, you've probably all come across them where they've been tested and they know it's there, but it's still not been removed. So if you're seeing those kind of warning signs, you need to be asking to see in the asbestos register, know exactly where it is and, and avoid working it and disturbing it, like Sam said. Um, in domestic premises, um, your, your employer's got a responsibility to have it tested and removed. So even though we're saying about using dust masks and such, if we're drilling into our tech ceilings that might contain asbestos, that should be removed by a specialist company first or yourself if you're appropriately trained to remove it. Um, we it's not it the case. In soffits. Yeah. A lot of soffits around here are made of asbestos, so we just stay clear of them. It's a lot easier just to do a roof vent rather than try and drill it and get someone to come and remove it all and this and that. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. So my brother um, is has been a builder for years. Um, he he's a um, carpenter by trade, um, and then he went and become a multi trade for a company. I can't remember what they're called, so I will I will shout them out as complete and utter useless assholes. Um, and what they used to do because they didn't want to pay for the asbestos removal, they used to get the guys to take the asbestos down with masks and bury it under the building that they're building. And that was a That's common safe. practice. Imagine that, like, yeah, lads need you to rip down that asbestos, dig hole, sling it in the hole. What about asbestos, like, like hazmat suits and all that? Nah, just get on with it. And that yeah, was this is why was. I didn't know about it. Cause there's a, when we worked on a house, they just been in, and I didn't realize it. it's full like Chernobyl suits with respirators on the back. And I was like, there's me thinking someone will come in with a bit of a mask on and what, pull it down. But no, it's like the no. full biz. Yeah. yeah. It's proper. It's full on. Um, and that's it. Langard. Langard. You've got a lot to answer for. Um, but outside of that, what are we doing? What are we doing now? Amy, what is your, what, what, what have you learned this week that you really want to pass on your knowledge? What have I learnt this week? It's only Monday. Bro, what did you learn last week then? I, don't, I can't even remember what I did last week. What did oh, I do last well week? done. Well done. Thanks for coming on the podcast, bro. I can't even remember what I did last <laughs> week. What I've done today. I've learnt so much today about smart homes. I, told, I literally told you loads. I told you about a piano that bloody played itself. I told you about <laughs> lights that do multiple things. <laughs> I even had electric body curtains. How lazy are we making people? Seriously. Electric, electric curtains. curtains. They had their CCTV linked to this remote control in all the rooms so they didn't have to go anywhere to check their cameras. They got they can open their front gate at the bottom of the drive from a, from their phones or from these switches in their rooms and stuff. It's the height of laziness, really. Would you Sam's, have it? Sam's perfect world. Yeah. Listen, I like doing stuff, yeah. I'm not just lazy. Um I what if there was a mode to take the bins out? Would you use that? <laughs> I would. <laughs> yes, I would. What, what what a crap job that is. And like let's let's get let's get into this for a minute, right? Taking out the bins. Electricians uh taking out the bins. Um Amanda, my good wife, um, what she likes to do is to teach me a lesson if I don't take out the bin exactly when she says. So you know what she does? She'll stuff the bin full. Just stuff the bin beyond capacity. Yeah. So when I go to take the bin bag out, it rips. And now, now, now I'm pulling my head. Now that's triggering me so badly. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? 
And anyway, so I bought the good bags. Last time we went shopping to Aldi or Lidl or wherever it was, my favourite shops, yeah, I bought the good bags with the handles. I was like, try it now, bitch. Anyway, so I'm pulling it out, and then the handles got longer and longer and longer, and I was like, this is just not on. So in the end, I had to take another bag, put it over the bin, tip the bin into the bag. <laughs> And even then, it was still like some sort of vacuum had sealed in there, and I couldn't get the whole bag out, and and it's going everywhere, and I'm all sweating and red, and I'm like, oh, did you no, that doesn't sound like you. Did Did you learn your lesson just to take them out the first time when she asked you to take them out? But I might you be know, busy. I might be doing something like I don't know, podcasting or something. I might be like just doing something way more important than taking out the bins. Mundane, boring bitch job taking out bins. Well, my bin duty like got to a point recently where it's my job, obviously, and um, we hadn't realised, but we we have the same thing. If I don't empty it, and it gets crammed in, and then you try and pull it out, and it rips. But there's always seems to be a hole in the bottom, and we found out. We couldn't work out what was going on. But my daughter's been finishing her cereal, and then if there's any milk left, she tips in the fucking bin. Right? <laughs> so I'm going... Like you're saying, stretching all the bag and it pops out. Fucking milk goes everywhere, but that milk has then drained through all the other disgusting food in the oh. bin. And it gets sloshed around the kitchen and I end up realizing. I only realize this has happened when I've come back in, just seen the trail of like chicken and whatever juice and milk. Oh, trail. I'm like, oh, for worse. God's sake. Do you know the only thing worse than that was the other morning? Like, I think it was a first bin <laughs> pickup since Christmas, yeah. And our bins were rammed. We got two. We got two black bins, one blue bin, and one uh, red bin. The red bin and the blue bin they get picked up on the other week, and then two black bins they get picked up that week. Anyway, so they stink. You can just like they're they're heaving. Anyway, I go out there in the morning. It's my first day back to work. I'm all miserable anyway. Don't want to go to work. It's cold. I'm cold. I've got all my fresh clothes on, so I feel nice because I've got. I'm all fresh and fresh, to, fresh and blessed. Anyway, pull the pull the bin, and all the juice just comes out all over me, into the shoe and everything. And I don't know. Like it's dark. It's proper dark. And I don't know if it's bin juice or if it's water from the top of the bin. But whatever it is. So last thing you want at half six in the morning is juice from the bin falling into your shoe and falling all down your nice fresh trousers. That's a trigger for me. So, you know, she's like, well, why didn't you do it the night before? You know, women, answers to everything. You just need to wait for your children to get a little bit older because I've got teenagers now. So all my bin worries ended when they, they came of age to put the bins out for me. You haven't got long to wait, Nick. Sam, you've got a bit long list. Yes, I got three of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah! All your jobs will be gone soon. Mine are mine are only getting compounded, actually. Um, right. So I think that brings us to the end of. Uh... Just had a ten-minute conversation about bins. Yeah, well, bin I juice. mean, this is a man thing, so like, women <laughs> obviously right. don't do bins properly, do they? Like, oh no, it's not my job. It's a man's job to take out the bins. Amy, do you take your own bins out? Yeah. I'm sure then, Sam. Do you take take it out just before it gets full? Yeah. <laughs> Do you punish yourself when you're like, I'm not taking it out until I take it in the morning and then just run out there and stuff it full with more shit to make it more annoying? <laughs> I just do it when it's full. Just do it to avoid the bag ripping situation, the milk and chicken juice on the floor. 
But how many times, Sam and Mark, does it come to it when you put something in the bin, like a tea bag, you just made a brew late at night and you, you, the bin doesn't shut properly? Do you go, oh, fuck it? And you compress it yourself. I've done it so many times. Definitely. And it comes to a point where I've got my other house has to do the bin. I've got, yeah, yeah, I'll do it in a minute. Go to work and then I'll get like a, I did bins earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like no sex for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's because we've got a recycling bin in the house as well, like for milk bottles yeah. and whatnot. All right, you're not and the only person. All right, I know that it's the same thing. So it will come to it like, uh, ah, this milk bottle, it will go in. <laughs> Did it a couple of weeks ago. Bin. This is split. this is how bad we got over Christmas. Mm. You know, a bag for life. Yeah. So when the recycle <laughs> bin got full. I'm a bag for life out flush. I'm putting shit in the bag for life instead. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going out in the cold. I've got my slippers on, babe. Nah, get a bag for life. But what did you do with all your cardboard? Because one because obviously three kids with a lot of cardboard. I was like, oh, what are we gonna do? Because last year I cut it all up into nice pieces, put it in the back garden in a pile. This year, fucked it all up on the front lawn. <laughs> it was there for about five days. Because it, it snowed on boxing day here. So everything was covered up. I thought oh, you can't see it, it's fine. But then I had to then take it to the tip. And when you pick it up, it just like falls through your fingers. Oh, oh mate. No, now, I've made a mistake. Listen, the bin the bin stories could go on more than the poo stories. Trust me, I've got bin stories for days. <laughs> mm. um, but, but round where we live, we get given a red bag for um, cardboard. But cardboard. that's not sufficient. Yeah, we got a blue one. That's not sufficient. She's like, I do Avon. I've always got boxes. What am I meant to do? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Go to the dump? No, I'm not doing that. That's a man's job. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I ain't taking your Avon shit to the dump. Forget that. I I don't even want the boxes in my house. Anyway, she went and ordered a, I don't know, £60 bin. Bought bin off the council to come to the house. And that's why we've got the red top bin now. Mm. For Avon shit. Well, luckily for us, when we moved here... We only had one, so we've got a green bin, so that's general waste up here. I don't know what it's like with you guys, but green bin, you've got a brown bin for your waste, uh, garden waste, then you've got a blue bin for your recycling. We turned up and we had a really like a normal average green bin. I thought well, that's not enough. And one day, magically, come home and the fucking biggest green bin you've ever seen was outside my front door, brand new one. I was like, oh, fucking delicious. Jesus, thank you very much. Anyway, then it triggered in my head that I was like, I didn't order this. I'm not selling it to anyone. My next door neighbour, who's a prick, had ordered it and they dropped it off at the wrong house. I thought, ah, straight in my back garden. So I had that. <laughs> and then about three weeks later, another one turned up outside his. So when his turned up, I thought, oh, fancy that, Matt. Yeah, I pulled mine out then. I said, oh, we've got the same bins. <laughs> but then I caught him. I, this is pure trigger. Sam, you'd get this. I've gone to my bin in the morning that many times. So I'm going to put something and I look in it and go, that's not mine. And next door, when their bins are full, they just put their stuff in my bin. That is out of order. (laughs) Listen, listen. They're non-recycling stuff in in the green bin. If you're going to put it in the bin, put it in the right bin. Uh, We'll put bits of beer cans in in a plastic bag and put it in the green bin. No. Anyway, carry on. Can I just say something? Um, We've descended in talking about bin wars. Um, Everyone will appreciate this. Listen, everyone everyone can feel this the, the pain going on here, but everyone's going to be like, uh, this is meant to be a show about electricals. 
this isn't electricals. Uh, and I'm going to get moaned at next week so hard about 20 minutes of talking about bins. What the fuck? I don't think you will. I think if you enjoyed the bin chat, let us know below. Yeah, please. Sam needs please. to know. I do want to know. It's important to my life that you guys enjoy the bin stories. Right. Um, or would you prefer the poo stories? Let us know. No poo, no more poo <laughs> stories. I'm going to become the poo story king. I don't want it. Um, what I was going to say is, right, check out my new podcast. It's Fat Sam Podcast. It's all about um, getting inspired, mental health, mentality, health. I'm going to be on um, a big kick this year to try and keep myself sane um, and keep myself, well, get fit and not be fat. Um, that might be the new podcast title, Get Fit, Not Be Fat. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just a deep dive for construction industry into all things that impact us and smashing stereotypes at the same time. Nice, Bottom sounds one. good. I watched you. I watched you on with um, what? What? Oh, I forgot his name now. DJ DJE is it? The old Dan from DJE struggling yes. at the moment. Uh, big shout out to him. Good lad. Um, got a lot of time for him. I haven't seen that. So I need to watch it. Well, you do. You could promote it on your. Sorry, mate. Million, I don't really have a lot of spare time, me. which you can tell. Sorry. Oh, I'm so busy making ingots. Too busy emptying the bins. <laughs> Too busy making ingots. Ballards. <laughs> Ballards. Bullion. Right, listen, idiots. I'm out. Oh, one, one set. My podcast is finally out on Friday. Is it so really? By the time this oh, goes nice. out on next Monday, it will already have been out since Friday. So go watch my eight new podcast. It'll be on everything, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, whoop, everything. Whoop. Don't worry, Amy. I'll give you a shout out on my YouTube. I bet you will. So ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You lot are welcome, by the way. All right. Anyway, Marco, shout out Apprentice One to One. Anything going on this week with it? I'm recording three podcasts this week, actually. I've not done any for a while. It's been a, a bit busy with Christmas and whatnot. So I've got three people on this week. Please, um, um, please tell me it's not the same three people again. No, it's not the same three people again. It's three brand, people? New, three brand new people who have never done a podcast before, as far as I am aware. don't think they have. New people. One uh, is a, an assessor. So he does assessing for apprentices. One's a young lady who's an apprentice up in Scotland and the other one is a gentleman who retrained after leaving the Royal Air Force. Um, This apprentice uh, up in Scotland, is she attractive at all? Oh God, I knew you'd be straight down that rabbit hole. She She's a very, very good and capable electrician and you That's what's should... important. It is. Oh Sam, you're such a fucking arsehole. <laughs> Right. Just never stops, does it? Anyway, right, let's go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Come on, what? Every time. <laughs> what do you mean?